The thought of water made them all quicken their pace, and it was not long before Cree took flight again and led them off the road. Dodging bushes and rocks, they followed him, until at last they entered a grove of pale, odd-looking trees. And there, sure enough, right in the centre, was a small round pool surrounded by white stones. Eagerly they ran towards it. Then they saw that fixed to one of the stones was a dull brass plate, with words engraved upon it, words they could just make out in the dimming light. Dreaming spring. Drink, gentle stranger, and welcome. All of evil will. Beware. The companions hesitated. The spring was clear and tempting. Their thirst was very great. But the words on the brass plate made them all nervous. Was the water safe to drink? Jasmine, what do the trees say? muttered Bada. Once Bada had doubted Jasmine's ability to talk to growing things, but this time had long passed. Jasmine frowned. They do not say anything, she said, looking around. They are completely silent. I do not understand it. Leaf shivered. The grove was green and still. Lush, soft grass grew underfoot. It was like a little paradise yet there was a strange feeling in the air. He ran his tongue over his dry lips. It might be better if we do not drink from this spring, he said reluctantly. It could be enchanted or poisoned. We are not of evil will, Bada protested. Surely it will be safe for us. But he remained where he was and did not approach the spring. Feely chatted impatiently on Jasmine's shoulder. We are all thirsty, Feely, Jasmine murmured, but we must wait. We are not sure. Feely, no! The little creature had leapt to the ground. He scuttled to the pool, ignoring Jasmine's cries. In a moment he had dipped his head into the crystal waters and was drinking deeply. Feely! called Jasmine in despair. But for once Feely was not listening. He was lost in the joy of quenching his terrible thirst. And he did not become sick. He did not fall. Cree was the next to fly to the spring. He too drank, dipping his beak and tipping back his head over and over again. He too showed no ill effects. And after that, Leaf, Bader and Jasmine could wait no longer, but ran to the pool themselves. The water was cold and sweet. Never had Leaf tasted anything so good. At home in Dell, the water was just as cold but always tasted of the metal pump. When at last they had drunk as much as they needed, the companions filled their water bottles to the brim in case they had to make a quick escape in the night. The grove seemed safe, but they had learned that it was unwise to trust appearances. They sat on the grass and ate as the moon rose and stars appeared in the sky above them. It was cold, but they had decided against making a fire, Even a small blaze would be like a beacon signalling their presence. Also, for safety's sake, they moved well into the cover of the trees before unrolling their blankets. Others might know of the spring and come to drink from it in the night. "'How careful we've become!' yawned Jasmine, gathering her blanket around her. "'I remember a time when we were bolder.' "'Things are different now,' muttered Leif. "'Now they are looking for us.' He shivered.
Bada glanced at him quickly, then turned away to mask the concern in his eyes. "'We will sleep in turns. I will take the first watch,' he said. Cree squawked. "'You need sleep too, Cree,' smiled Jasmine. "'You are very tired. You cannot guard us all night long. You and Feely and I will watch together when Bada wakes us.' She turned over and closed her eyes, her hand in Feely's soft fur. Drowsily, Leaf watched as Cree began to flutter up to a tree branch above her head. Then the bird seemed to change his mind, wheeling and dropping back down to the grass. He hopped close to Jasmine and settled there, tucking his head under his wing. Leaf felt a small flicker of fear. Bada, he called softly. Look at Cree. Bada, hunched beneath the blanket he had thrown around him for warmth, stirred and turned around. Why is he sleeping on the ground instead of...